Hello, and welcome to uh, lesson four. So we're going to be doing uh, some percent composition and um, combustion analysis later on. So when you're doing percent composition, first we'll um, we'll just work forward from a formula. Um, so it's always going to be the uh, when you're doing percent composition, a mass of a part of molecule or uh, part of a compound over the uh, the mass of the the total the total mass of the compound or, mo or molecule um, <laughs> so you if you're lost like where to start just try working towards finding the mass of uh, of everything you can um, and you could do that through various methods um, just depending on what information you're given um, so and like so just most of this is work if just finding uh, grams and being able to find how much of everything you have because the, the last step of actually finding percent composition is easy it's just dividing the mass of a part over the mass of the total um, so if you have something like water which is H2O uh, you'll start with finding the total weight uh, which would be just assume like you have a mole of it, so you'd have uh, two grams of hydrogen and uh, sixteen grams of oxygen. So total that's eighteen grams, and then you take uh, the parts and divide. So uh, the molecular mass of hydrogen is one. You have two atoms of hydrogen in water, so you do two over eighteen, and that gives you eleven point one percent. Uh, for the mass percent of hydrogen in water, and you do the same for oxygen. So 16, uh, the mo molecular mass of oxygen is 16. You have one atom of it, so you do 16 over 18, you get 89%. Uh, so that's uh, the basic um, percent, percent composition. And one other way you can do this is uh, if you have information uh, for all but one um, element in a compound, you can uh, take all the others, other percentages, and subtract from 100 to find what the remaining percent would be. So then working backwards from that to uh, find a formula, you would, uh, you'll be given some, uh, some mass percentages and then you can find a formula from that. So let's say if you have a compound that is made up of carbon and hydrogen and oxygen, um, and you're told that uh, there's, by weight, there's 60% carbon, 13.3% hydrogen, and 26.7% oxygen. The exact values aren't like super important, uh, it applies for anything. If you want to work along, you can. Um, but I'm going to be using those values. So with those, um, when you're working backwards like this, there's a couple concepts that you use uh, to work through. So the, the mole ratio of anything is going to be the same as the atom ratio. So if you have um, like one... Uh, a formula for something like water, you have two hydrogens and one oxygen. And regardless of how much water you have, the ratio is still um, 
two hydrogens to one oxygen. And so if you have how many ever moles of that, uh, that ratio of, you say like one mole of oxygen to two moles of hydrogen, that's the same as the atom ratio. And um, so we're going to be using those. Um, so because of that, we can assume any amount that we want um, because the ratio is going to be the same. And we're just trying to find the, the mass percentage, which is like a ratio. Um, the, so we'll start with 60% 60, 60 of carbon, which we can assume to be 60 grams of, of carbon. Um, and then converting, we find that it's uh, 5 moles of carbon. We do the same for the hydrogen and oxygen, dividing by the molar mass, and we get 13.3 uh, moles of hydrogen and 1.67 moles of oxygen. Now from there, um, you just converted the, uh, the ratio of grams to a ratio of moles, which uh, is the same as the ratio of atoms. But right now, it's not in terms of whole numbers. So you'll take uh, those three values that you got, 5 moles of carbon, 13.3 moles of hydrogen, and 1.67 moles of oxygen, and divide all those by the smallest value that you have um, to try to find all of them in terms of whole numbers. Uh, so if you divide all of those by 1.67, uh, you'll get 1, moles, 1 mole of oxygen, 8 moles of hydrogen, and 3 moles of carbon. And uh, when you're doing this last step here, it's pretty important to be careful when you're rounding. Um, like for that, the using the, the values that I did, the, uh, the value for carbon actually came out to be about 2.99. So that's fine to round up to 3. But uh, you want to be careful not to round really like anything. Like if you have a, a 0.8 um, or like a 0.2. Um, you may not want to round that because uh, that may mean that you have uh, a larger ratio. So like with 0.5, that's obvious. If you have uh, one mole of something to 1.5 moles of another thing, uh, the actual ratio is 2 to 3. Um, if you're like up at 6 or 7 or 0.6 or 0.7 or even 0.8, uh, that can still be... Um, just a larger number, so be careful when you're rounding. But anyway, so we, we got 3 moles of carbon, 8 moles of hydrogen, and 1 mole of oxygen, meaning that the final formula of this compound we're trying to get is uh, C3H8O, so that's propanol. Um, so now we're going to use that same thing to do some combustion analysis. Um, and so the, uh, that entire process is you take your percentages to grams, and then your grams to moles, you divide by the smallest one, and then you multiply by two or something until all of those ratios are whole numbers. Uh, so now for combustion analysis, you're doing that same process, except you're starting with uh, a little bit different information. Um, so let's say you, um, uh, you're told that you have one gram of a compound, which is some, um, 
has some amount of carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen in it, but you don't know the exact formula. Um, so you have that compound, and it was combusted to produce 1.466 grams of carbon dioxide and 0.6 grams of water. Um, combustion analysis just um, with just CH and O is fairly simple because the products are always uh, just going to be carbon dioxide and water. Um, so with that information, we can find the formula of that unknown compound of CH and O. Uh, and keep in mind, if you're also given an amount of oxygen that was uh, it was combusted with, you'll have to do a limiting reactant to see uh, whether that unknown compound or oxygen was limiting. Uh, if not, if it's just combusted in air, then uh, you can use all all the amount. Um, so this this part of question analysis is going to rely on um, the conservation of matter. So knowing that everything that you end up with, you also had before the reaction. Um, so in that 1.466 grams of CO2 that you ended up with, um, we, we know what the, the formula of CO2 is, so we can find exactly how much of the carbon dioxide is carbon. Um, because so you take uh, you, you find the percent of carbon and carbon dioxide and then just multiply that by the, the grams of carbon dioxide you, that you have. So doing that, you find that there's uh, 0.399 grams of carbon in that uh, 1.466 grams of carbon dioxide. And, um, and so that means that the, uh, that 0.399 grams of carbon was also present in that unknown compound before the reaction. So you do the same for uh, the hydrogen and water, and you get that there's uh, 0.066 grams of hydrogen. Now you can't do this for the oxygen because it's spread out into like too many, uh, too many places to isolate it, like where it actually, like where it all came from and where it went, uh, because you have. Uh, oxygen in your unknown compound, you have oxygen that is being combusted with, and then you have oxygen in both the carbon dioxide and the water. So you can't do the same process uh, with the oxygen. But because you have the uh, grams of carbon and the grams of hydrogen, you su can subtract. You had one gram of your unknown compound initially, and so you know um, if you had an amount of carbon and amount of hydrogen, you subtract those from one and you get the amount of oxygen. So doing that, you get um, 0.5344 grams of oxygen. Now you have, right now you have uh, three values for uh, the grams of carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. From there, you can convert using molecular mass to how many moles of those three elements you have, uh, which comes out to be 0 0.0333 moles of carbon, 0 0.0666 moles of hydrogen, and 0 0.0334 moles of oxygen. You multiply by the smallest one, which here you could use either like carbon or oxygen, whatever, uh, and you get one mole of carbon 
and two moles of hydrogen and one mole of oxygen. So your final formula is CH2O. Now for everything, those uh, last two examples, finding formulas, we just found the empirical formula, um, the like smallest uh, like whole number ratio formula that we could get. To get the actual uh, formula, uh, if you're given a weight of that molecule, or if you're able to um, able through some other process be be able to find the weight of that molecule, um, then you'll take the the weight of the empirical molecule that you found, divide it by the actual weight, and um, oh, sorry, you'll you'll take the actual weight divided by the empirical weight, and you'll get sum the whole number. Uh, if it's one, then that means the empirical formula is actual formula. If it's two, then you would multiply by two, um, etc. For whatever you get. So the, the CH2O, the weight of that is 30 grams. If you had, like, say, the actual weight was 60 grams, that means the actual formula would be C2H4O2, because I just multiplied everything by 2. Uh, so that's about it for question analysis and percent composition. So here's a, here's a little fun fact for you. Potatoes were the first food to be grown in space. Uh, they were uh, aboard the Columbia mission and uh, going around in space. And uh, have a nice day.